Good morning. Today is Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. Eleven years ago, I was saying Kaddish for my father, of blessed memory. And, of course, I was always trying to find a minion wherever I was, as long as it was possible. And, particularly driving back and forth from New York, one of the places that I would often stop is the shul in Albany. There's a lovely Orthodox synagogue in Albany. It happens that I'm very friendly with the rabbi there. And we would often schedule our trips so that we would be, I would be able to make the minion either going or coming to stop in Albany, which is about halfway, approximately, between here and New York. One time, I was at the minion, and it was for Mincha Marav, the afternoon, the evening service, and between the two prayers, the rabbi said a short Tvar Torah, and I'd like to share that with you now. In this week's Torah portion, the Parsha Bo, we have finally the exodus from Egypt. When did the actual exodus begin? When did Paro come to Moshe and Aaron and say, leave? It was when Makas Bechoros, the tenth plague, the plague against the firstborn, occurred. When was that? The Torah tells us. Vayehi Bachatzi Halayla. And it was at exactly midnight. Vahashem Hika Kol Beretz Mitzrayim. God slew every firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Paro until the firstborn of even the lowest servant in Egypt. Vayakam Paro Laila, and Paro got up in the middle of the night, and he went to tell Moshe and Aaron, leave. When did it happen? Midnight. It's curious, though, that earlier, when Moshe warned Paro that this would happen, Moshe used slightly different language. Moshe was speaking to Paro, telling him what the next plague was going to be if Paro did not immediately agree to let the Jews go free, which he did not. Vayomer Moshe, Moshe said to Paro, Ko'omar Hashem, this is what God has told me, and this is what God has told me to tell you. Kachatzos halayla ani yotze around midnight, kachatzos, around, approximately midnight, that is when the actual exodus will occur. Umeis kol b'chor that's the moment that the firstborn of Egypt will be smitten. Rashi, quoting our rabbis in the Talmud, pick up on the difference between, well, is it exact time or is it approximate time? Kachatzos means could be a little bit earlier, a little bit later. You know, everyone has a different watch in modern times. And even with watches, you know, according to my watch, it's one time. According to your watch, it's a minute faster. It's a minute slower. Why would Moshe say an approximate time if God, in fact, was going to come at an exact time? So the Talmud answers. Omar Moshe Kachatzos. Moshe said to Paro, it's going to happen around midnight. Demashma, which implies Samuchlo, close to midnight. Olafanov, Ola Achrov, a minute earlier, a minute later, approximately midnight. 
Vlo Omar Bachatos, and Moshe did not say it would happen at midnight definitively. Even though, of course, God was going to have it happen at midnight exactly, Moshe was worried. Shemayitu an stagnine paro. Maybe the sorcerers of paro would make a mistake, and it could be that their watch says it's only eleven fifty nine, and this plague has happened. Ah, see, God's wrong. Moshe's wrong. It didn't happen the time that uh, that that Moshe said. V'yomru Moshe Badaihu, and these anstagnine paro, these sorcerers of paro, would say Moshe was lying. He was wrong. He was a fake. Didn't happen when he said it was going to happen. But obviously, God knows the exact moment of midnight, and God caused it to happen at exactly midnight. Okay, that's a subtle discrepancy in the text. Famous Rashi about why that discrepancy is there. Asks Rabbi Mordechai Gifter, who was a great scholar and teacher in the previous century, he asked the following question. Hold on a minute. You're telling me that these anstagnine paro, these sorcerers of paro, are going to hear Moshe say exactly midnight, if that's what Moshe would have said, and then when it happens, it's going to happen a minute earlier, a minute later, and you tell, you're telling me that they're going to look at their watch and they say, oh no, Moshe was lying. Uh, it wasn't exactly midnight. It was a minute before. It was a minute after. That doesn't make any sense. Because these sorcerers of Paro, first of all, some of them were firstborn themselves, so they would not be alive to be able to claim Moshe had lied. And secondly, even if they themselves were not harmed, there was at least one person in every single home that was harmed in this plague, the 10th plague. So they would have had a terrible, tragic loss within their own home at that moment. You're telling me that when that kind of chaos and hysteria and trauma is going on, that all across Egypt, a firstborn in every single home is going to die, God forbid? And and the and the sorcerers are going to be thinking to themselves, ah, Moshe was lying, he was wrong. How could, how could you think of such a thing? How could they be focused on such a thing at that moment? Rav Gifter answers, and this answer is so frequently true and so relevant to every single one of us. Rav Gifter answers, yes. That is what Machlokas does. That's what it means when people come to arguing. They come to focus on minor, irrelevant details rather than to focus on the major issues that face them. So much arguing, so much disharmony is about narishkeit. It's about foolishness. It's about silly things. And yet we allow it to take over and to completely blind us to the really important subjects that are going on. That is the nature of Machlokas. And so Rav Gifter explains, yes, they would have these sorcerers of Paro, they were embroiled in this Machlokas with Moshe, this, this uh, uh, fighting and arguing about 
if there is a God and if God is true and if God is powerful and, and, and what's going to happen, they would have, even at that terrible moment, focused on their own watch. No, 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 no. It says 1159. Uh-uh, you're wrong, Moshe. That's what they would have focused on. And that's why Moshe had to say, Kachatzos, it's going to be about, so that they would not focus on that and focus on what's really happening. God is true. God is powerful. God said this is going to happen, and it did happen. And it is so practical to us because so often we could avoid machlokas, we could avoid arguments and fighting and disharmony and tension if we would simply focus on the main issues and not get sidetracked by pettiness. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.